0: Health in the 21st a show created and produced at the university of colorado boulder within the college of media communication and information health in the 21st explores the effects of media social or otherwise and technology and its advances on in the heads and hearts of the world's younger populations in today's episode we'll delve a little deeper into instagram and discuss how the photo sharing application has come to normalize psychological disorders how has Instagram evolved to become a harbor for unhealthy habits? And how has the platform specifically affected young
1: women in self-perception? Before we begin, a message from our sponsor. Hi, my name is Claire O'Brien, host of the upcoming podcast, Generation Body Positive. As you might expect from the title, I'll cover the topic of disordered eating and what that looks like in today's culture. This is often an uncomfortable conversation, and many people prefer not to talk about it for fear of offending others or saying something triggering. My discussion featured on Generation Body Positive addresses that, but the focus is not on the science or symptoms of eating disorders on the body. In fact, it is a much more uplifting and encouraging discussion based around how our generation has used certain tools and cultural trends to normalize eating disorder discourse and promote healthy habits in positive ways. Today's culture is doing particularly well on opening the conversation by ed- educating athletes on nutrition and encouraging self-love through social media. If you'd like to hear more on the details of our generation's successes in eating disorder education and wellness promotion, I encourage you to listen to my episode of Generation Body Positive. Welcome back to Health in the 21st. I'm your host, Madison Owicki.
0: A psychological disorder is a condition characterized by abnormal thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Often used interchangeably with the terms mental disorder, psychiatric disorder, and mental illness, psychological disorders are commonly associated with significant distress in social, occupational, or other varied activities. Nearly 450 million people across the globe currently suffer from conditions reflecting psychological disorders. That means one in four people in the world will be affected by such disorders at some point in their lives. But where does Instagram make an impact on these statistics and on the health of young women around the world? Instagram has just about 1 billion active monthly users. 67% of all users fall between the ages of 18 and 29. Women account for 52% of all Instagram users. That means that 348,400,000 Instagram users are young women between the ages of 18 and 29. These numbers are critical to understand. Because as Instagram continues to drive the social media market, it equally becomes that much more important to young, impressionable women. Thus, the number of young women who continue to use the platform will be more likely to develop one or multiple psychological disorders. A recent survey published findings that concluded Instagram was said to be the worst social media network for mental health and well-being. One survey respondent even went as far as to say, and I quote, Instagram easily makes girls and women feel as if their bodies aren't good enough as people add filters and edit their pictures in order for them to look, quote, perfect. I spoke to 18-year-old Quinnipiac University student, Skylar Page, who I asked to respond to the accuracy of the statement. She recalls her thoughts, feelings, and actions at the time of Instagram's inception.
2: I think back when I was younger, when Instagram first came out, because I remember when the app was first introduced, it was very new, and I think it didn't really have as big of an influence as it does today. I used to post whatever I liked. didn't really matter if I looked good or I thought I looked good. Um, I think I did it just to have fun and post what I want, but as I grew up and as Instagram became more well-known and is now this huge platform, I want to say that I don't do it for the followers that I have or what I'm putting out, but I also think subconsciously I do that because if there's a picture where I think I look fat, I won't post it.
0: Young women across the globe, young women like Skylar, have navigated Instagram's digital world through self-objectification. The nature of Instagram is highly isolatable and allows for young women to internalize body image concerns. Social comparison theory argues that humans have an innate drive to compare themselves with others in order to make evaluations about their abilities and opinions, especially when objective measures do not exist. Instagram makes it simple for young women to manufacture the best-looking digital version of themselves. The idea makes the concept of perfection extremely desirable, and the digital atmosphere of Instagram more hostile than originally intended. Instagram has become a competitive space, and has created a false sense of reality. Skyler remembers trying to fit that unattainable mold, and even now, admits the same mentality resides and festers within her head and her heart.
2: Whenever I think about social media, I have a negative connotation. Um, I remember growing up in sixth grade, I would look at all these celebrities who, you know, Victoria's Secret models and people on the cover of magazines, and I always looked at their body figure and I saw how slim they were. And ever since sixth grade, I've always had that thought in the back of my mind, I should have a 23 inch waist and 42 inch hips. And I remember the measurements because I always aimed for perfection to get the perfect body that every woman online is posting about. So that had actually led me through a lot of eating disorders and a lot of fitness and health issues growing up. I would avidly count calories as a 12 year old, making sure I hit 1200 calories every single day, no more, no less. And it still continued into high school. And I started to binge and it came to a point where I was 35 pounds heavier than the normal weight I should be. And that even affected my social media. I wouldn't post pictures of myself at that time. I would only post pictures that I'd taken maybe a year ago where I felt good. And I still had the urge to post and make it seem like I had everything together, but really deep down I was going through depression and I wasn't happy with the way I looked and I had such low self esteem. And I thought that posting a picture of myself when I felt good, getting recognition from friends and getting multiple comments and like saying how great I looked, I thought that would make me feel better about myself, even though ultimately I was lying. And it came to a point where I had lost all the weight and I finally started posting myself again. And even though I do feel good where I'm at, I still look at social media and I see all of these girls who are still very skinny. And I still had that idea on the back of my mind saying, I need to lose more weight so I could look like this and I could post these pictures that I want to post, but I can't because I feel fat. I then
0: asked Skylar to describe her Instagram experience over the years as related to her history with depression, anxiety, body image concerns, and varied eating disorders.
2: It has been a roller coaster of everything um, mental health issues internally, trying to fix it myself, but also externally and having people know about it. Um, There's been a lot of points in my life where I've had really high highs and I've had really lows. I've had bad lows to the point where um, I even made some choices that had ended me, that had brought me to the hospital. And it was the spur of the moment and actually using social media, I came to that conclusion And that was probably the lowest point in my life where I was researching how, what is the fastest way to end your life? And I think that was really a good wake up call for me to stop obsessing over social media and stop obsessing over what other people had. Because when I was in The really bad depths of depression, I let every little thing influence my actions, my decisions, my emotions, and what I did in my everyday life.
0: Despite Skylar's tumultuous relationship with Instagram, she remains an active user on the social platform. I question why she continues to participate in such a seemingly triggering and toxic environment, considering her past psychological battles with the app.
2: I think social media these days, at least for me, it's just something that's kind of there and something I like to look at in my downtime, so to say, periodically throughout the day, because I don't spend every waking moment thinking about social media. I'm now more of an in-person type of girl who wants to connect with people. And I don't want to do that Online, even though sometimes, yes, it's good, but it's about learning to be a person in the real world instead of learning how to be a person online.
0: Today's show examined Instagram as it relates to psychological disorders among the young women who are active users on the platform. We spoke to 18-year-old college student Skylar Page, whose Instagram experience had dramatically affected the trajectory of her mental health. We wish to thank our audience for listening and trusting us with such valuable and sensitive information. We'd also like to thank Skylar Page for her bravery in telling us her story. You've been listening to Health in the 21st, a show created and produced at the University of Colorado Boulder within the College of Media, Communication, and Information. I'm your host, Mattis Nowicki. We'll see you next time.